0: Hey there, Conquerors, and welcome to episode 190 of the Conquering Columbus podcast, the only podcast that brings you all the incredible stories of the founders and leaders that are shaping our great city. And today on the podcast, we have Lisa Arledge Powell joining us. And Lisa is the president and co-founder of Media Source an award-winning creative agency that specializes in content-focused public relations. And I definitely think you guys are going to enjoy this episode with Lisa. She's got a great story. She started out in the TV broadcasting profession and broadcasting space, made her way into founding a uh, PR firm. And she's gone only up from there, spending 21 years at the firm. And today they're serving some of the biggest names in the industry. So check it out as always. We hope you learned a lot. Before we get to that episode, though, as usual, we got to take a quick moment to thank all of our incredible sponsors here at Conquering Columbus. And that starts with Small Biz Cares. Small Biz Cares
1: is a nonprofit founded by socially conscious community leaders here in Columbus, and their goal is to connect, mobilize, and inspire small businesses to create lasting, positive impact in our community. Small Biz Cares members have the unique opportunity to work with like-minded businesses to raise money and participate in large-scale volunteer efforts and improve educational opportunity for youth in our community. To learn more, visit smallbizcares.org. That's smallbizcares.org.
0: Conquering Columbus is also brought to you in part by the Sundown Group. The Sundown Group is an Ohio-based nonprofit helping connect entrepreneurs to everything they need including investors, mentors, capital, and talent, through business pitch events, workshops, and classes throughout the state. And you can get more information on the web at sundownrundown.org. And now I'm going to kick it back to Josh to tell you about our last sponsor, FMX. FMX is a cloud-based
1: facilities maintenance and management software founded and headquartered right here in Columbus, Ohio. There's a lot of competitors in this space, but FMX has made a name for itself, become the fastest-growing facilities maintenance and management software on the market on behalf of its extreme ease of use and tailored fit approach to its clients. They serve industries ranging from education to property management, manufacturing, fast casual, and more. If you want to check out more, you can go to
0: gofmx.com. All right, Congress, let's get the show on the road. You could drop me anywhere on the planet, in any environment, and I might get you know, my head kicked in
1: I think there was a hunger in me. There was a desire just to make a difference. There was a desire to not just be status quo. A desire to not be average.
0: This is Conquering Columbus. Hey there, Conquerors, and welcome to another episode of the Conquering Columbus Podcast. And today on the show, we've got Lisa Arledge Powell joining us, and she is the president and co-founder of Media Source an award-winning creative agency that specializes in content-focused public relations, content marketing, and national media exposure for major brands. The industry leader was named the best healthcare PR slash marketing agency by Reagan Communications for four consecutive years, and the company works with the nation's top hospitals and national brands to get their message to targeted audiences. And we're really excited to have Lisa on today to talk about her story and everything her her and her team are doing today. Welcome to Conquering Columbus, Lisa.
2: Thank you so much. It's good to be here.
0: Yeah, it's really exciting to have you here, and we're we're looking forward to learning more about your story and the story of Media Source. But uh, I guess on that note, one of the first places we like to start is talking a little bit about life before Media Source and everything leading up to that. So, school, childhood, anything that you, really stands out to you—it tells your story.
2: So I actually am from this area. I grew up in Central Ohio, so my hometown is Circleville, which is just south of Columbus. And um, my family is an entrepreneurship family. My dad owned a vending business um, in Circleville and then he owned car washes. So um, I think that was great to see growing up to kind of know what it is like to own a business. Obviously my business is a lot different than that, but I think that showed me a little bit about small business. My goal when I was younger, even from when I was a little girl, I wanted to be a TV reporter. And my mom tells the story, which I don't know if it's true because I don't really remember it, of like, she would be vacuuming vacuuming our home, and I would take the cord and say, you know, I'm Lisa Arledge reporting. And I don't remember doing it, but I guess that's what I wanted to do. So um, I did end up, before Media Source, I was a TV journalist. So um, I had to leave this area to be a TV journalist the industry has changed a lot, and like, you know, back in the day, you know, 25, 30 years ago, after when I graduated from college, you couldn't just kind of walk on, you know, as someone out of college and get a job, like at Channel 10 or Channel 6 or Channel 4. So I ended up having to go to a Small Market in Corpus Christi, Texas, and I worked there for a while, and then ended up moving back here, uh, worked at a television show called Life Choices, which was honestly, after Media Source, my best job ever, because my whole gig was to interview celebrities and ask them about their best life choice. So this was cool, because it was actually done out of Riverside Hospital, Ohio Health, you know, 25 years ago, and it was really great. Um, I interviewed lots of celebrities. One notable celebrity was O.J. Simpson that I got to uh, interview, and there's kind of a funny story behind that if you guys want to hear it. Of course, um, so I'm not gonna say no. To that. <laughs> I never say no to a funny story. Okay, so about O.J. Simpson, exactly. <laughs> right? And so this was kind of you know like at the height of his popularity. So this was before you know the incident took place and all of that. So we were at um, this. Uh, it was kind of like a big conference for different television shows and at the time OJ had a golf show so he was there promoting his golf show there were lots of celebrities there like Oprah people like that so we had a list of celebrities that we could interview and OJ wasn't on the list but the videographer that I was working with loved OJ and he was like Lisa do whatever you can get an interview with OJ all I want is a picture with OJ so just like go try to like you know, talk your way into getting there. So I talked to his PR person, I told her what our show was, it was a health show, we focused on life choices, and you know, he was so into sports and golf, it would be a good match. So I talked to him, and um one of the questions i asked him was and i had to ask every celebrity this was what's your best life choice and he proceeded to tell me that he hadn't always made the best choices in his life he wishes he was a better husband to his wife and that you know he hopes to like make better choices in the future so um the interview didn't ever air or anything because he wasn't even on our list we grabbed our polaroid because it was polaroid back in the day took the picture of the videographer with him and called it a day and then I mean, boy, you can imagine, you know, once everything happened, you know, thinking about what he said, it was crazy.
1: Spoiler alert on that one. Yes. So, yeah, so that was my, exactly,
2: that was my life before Media Source. It's, you know, always been media focused, but, you know, in a different way because I was actually a a journalist, a member of the media.
1: So, where'd you do your college studies at?
2: I went to Miami University of Ohio. We were the Redskins when I went there. They're the Red Hawks now. But uh, it was great. I worked at the radio station there. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Bill Hemmer, who's on Fox. So I co-anchored a radio show with him. We did like this morning um, radio show at like five in the morning. And it's great to be able to see him on a national network anchoring now.
1: Did you focus on communications? I did.
2: Yeah. I think the major at the time was um, broadcast journalism. So it, it wasn't just as it is today, like OU is probably the better communication school, but I felt like, you know, the extra... that you can do within your major like you know we didn't have a strong program but like working at the radio station Um, i worked at the the npr station that was on campus but then i also had like a part-time job at um, a more commercial station that was in the city of oxford and all of it involved horrible hours and horrible pay but you know you just kind of do all that to get experience in your career but yeah, it was it was a great experience. And I guess that would be one piece of advice if people are trying to start a career in anything, like figure out what to do um, within your major, what you wanna do, whether you have to volunteer, make no money, shadow people. I think it's really important to do that.
1: So you wrap up your undergrad and then you go to Corpus Christi directly after that?
2: Yes, I did. And I the funny thing is I took Spanish in college but like it didn't help me at all in Corpus Christi I wish I I wish I knew more of it because part of my job there was I would cover uh, crimes and I was like a court reporter so like going to court and hearing you know the defendant and the victims speak in Spanish and not having any idea what they're saying so I had to rely on my photographer Isaac to sort of translate for me and then I would say it on the news and just pray that he told me the right thing and that it was true so yeah I mean it was uh, definitely a great experience being down there too
0: so two pieces of advice you know go and find roles you want and then also don't forget Spanish exactly uh, pay yeah. attention
2: to your foreign languages you don't know if you're going to need it or not right, right.
1: Well, I took Swahili so I'm still waiting for that <laughs> one to play out yeah well
0: you know I don't know if that one is gonna play out for you, Josh. But uh, so from there I guess you get the role in Corpus Christi. Is that do you go from directly from the TV journalism role to Media Source or
2: So no there was like another there was another station then to Life Choices. So I moved back t- back here. I met my former husband, then co-founder of Media Source. We actually anchored the news in Texas together for a short time and decided like we couldn't we couldn't get jobs in the same city. You know, I was in a small market, he was in Tulsa and we were kind of driving 4 hours back and forth. So we ended up just saying, "Hey, we're going to quit our jobs and you know, we'll find something in Ohio." We moved back here and um, pretty soon he had a job at a TV station. I was working for Life Choices. And then when Life Choices the show was canceled, um, I had you know several months to kind of figure out what I wanted to do and I really didn't think I wanted to go back into TV news At the time I didn't really know I wanted to go into PR but uh, so I just started doing freelance work and it was awesome. A lot of the companies and the production companies and brands would hire me to produce videos um, because you know back then, everyone didn't have a camera phone so i mean you know you you had to hire the crews to do it all and i i felt like that i kept getting put on projects that were sort of news focused and they were designed to kind of look like news and kind of pr videos and um the company started just sort of out of that you know i had a lot of clients we had a, a, a baby at the same time and I was like, I cannot, I can't, I either have to stop doing this, say no, or you know, do something. And so then um, my then husband Clark ended up, you know, quitting his job, which was at Channel 4. We started Media Source together um, in our house. And then uh, our first office was in German Village and I can remember us taking our son there and kind of putting him in a playpen and being like, okay, let's, let's hope he's okay for a little bit while we, you know, work on this video or do a call or a meeting. Um, So it started very, very small, but I feel like there's still a lot of the principles that the company was founded on um, that we still sort of adhere to today. It was really founded on storytelling, being able to tell good stories for brands and then get exposure. And the funny thing is that is the same thing we're doing today, but in a much, much different way because, gosh, the world's changed, the industry's changed, everyone has phones. So it's just, uh, it's a different world.